Hey y'all, I'm Emily, an almost lifelong quilter with a lot of stories to tell. I have loved quilts and talking about them for as long as I can remember. And I'm here to celebrate the tradition of quilting with you. From family heirlooms to thrift store finds, every quilt holds a piece of history and a little piece of a quilter's heart. Join me every other week to get back to your quilting roots. We'll celebrate quilts and the real people who made them, learn a little bit about the history of quilting, and have lots of fun exploring ways to reclaim tradition in a modern world. I'm so glad you're joining me this week here at Patchwork Revival. Hello, quilt friends. I'm Emily of Dreamline Quilting, your Patchwork Revival podcast host. Welcome to the introductory episode of Patchwork Revival, the podcast that celebrates the connections we find through quilting. So first things first, what is this whole patchwork revival thing? Just sit back and relax for this one, y'all. As I mentioned in the episode intro, I learned basically everything I needed to know about quilting from my late grandmother. I will dedicate a future episode entirely to her story, but for now, suffice it to say that she was basically the fairy godmother of my quilting journey. I hear this same story time and time again. So many of my quilting friends learn to quilt from their mother, a neighbor, a favorite aunt, a friend. In my life, it was my grandmother, and I am so thankful to hold all of the knowledge that she passed on to me. In fact, my very first quilt was a little nine patch. It was forest green with a little calico vintage floral, probably four inch finished squares. She taught me how to piece it together using my quarter inch seam and my hands. So I pieced one little nine patch block of this green and floral fabric and finished quilting it. Then I bound it with her help and figured out a way to hang it on a little dowel rod. And she hung it in her house. It was right around the corner from when you walked out of her kitchen. You could see my little hand-pieced, hand-quilted nine-patch quilt block that she kept on her wall. She was so celebratory of everything that I learned. As I got older, we would talk through our quilts and our current projects and just celebrate with each other this thing that we loved so much. Now, over two decades after she taught me to piece patchwork and to quilt it by hand, quilting has become a huge part of my life and I want to pass on the legacy that she left me to as many people as humanly possible. I want to become other people's quilty godmother and share all of the knowledge that I have with anyone who wants to hear it. So some of you may know me from my Instagram account. I am Dreamland Quilting on Instagram. I've been sharing my work there for a couple of years now. I've made some fantastic friends and I love being active in the online community. But in the world of this contemporary quilting, sort of a millennial quilter, I'm a proud millennial, so I'm not trying to boo-boo on millennials at all, but on the millennial quilter sort of culture online that I follow and am a part of, there has been 
sort of this push to separate modern quilting practices from our granny's quilting practices. Like the quilts we're making are not our granny's quilt. And I totally understand that desire for autonomy and independence, but I'm going to push back on that just a little bit in the kindest way possible that I can, because I have so much respect for the generations of quilters who came before us. Aside from literally conceptualizing the idea of a patchwork quilt, then actually creating it, and then taking it a step further and actually documenting their process and then sharing it with other people, they have paved the way for our current quilting practices. And I think it would really surprise people to learn about all of the things we have in common with these pioneers of quilting. We're all very aware of how our personal environment affects our modern day quilting practices, but what about back then? One of my goals with this podcast is to take a deep dive into how quilting has evolved in the context of historical events and cultural shifts into this incredible thing that we love to celebrate and we can claim today as ours. The second component I want to bring to the show may be the thing that I am most excited about, and that is preserving personal histories as it relates to quilting. Episode one will be entitled Coralie, where I will talk all about my grandmother and her quilting legacy. Throughout my preparation for the episode, I have found myself feeling all of the emotions that I imagined I would feel. I miss her so much. I feel so happy to remember her. I am amazed by her life, but also slightly shocked at some of the things that she went through while she was creating this beautiful art and serving this craft that she loved so much. Mostly, it has made me so thankful to have all of these stories put together in one place that I'll be able to go back and remember her. I'll be able to share it with other people. And I will tell you, that is something special. A lifetime of being with her would never have felt like enough time. But knowing that her story will be recorded and find its place in history is pretty amazing. I have big plans to bring even more of these personal histories to life And I'm so excited to share them with you on this podcast. Finally, I'm going to focus on sharing ways that we, as quilters in the 2020s, can make sure we pass on and steward and share a quilting legacy. Whether you're conscious of it or not, you are leaving a quilting legacy behind you. Someday, your great-grandchildren, nieces, nephews, godchildren, Maybe even some special person in a thrift store will look at the beautiful quilt you're making in this exact moment and wonder about you. When was it made? What was your life like when you made it? There's something so special about being intentional with the legacy you create, and I hope to encourage us all to think a little bit about the quilts we create in such a context. So how can you support the Patchwork Revival podcast? 
For now, the best way to support the podcast is by subscribing to the show and leaving a review. Leaving a review could help this humble little show make it onto the charts, and that would be pretty awesome. In the future, there might be a way to contribute financially to support the show, but my primary goal is truly to just share this thing that I love and enjoy so much. So hit subscribe, make sure you don't miss any further episodes. Before we tune out, I want to leave you with a reading from a book that I have. It is from the 1930s. It is called The Romance of the Patchwork Quilt. I found this in a thrift store, but you can find it on Amazon. I'll try to find a way to link it in the show notes so that you can check it out if you want. There is a foreword written by the primary author, Carrie Hall, and she talks about her intention behind writing this book. Again, I want you to think about the fact that this was written in the 1930s. So the foreword opens like this. This book is a human record of a home craft art that has played no small part in the growth and development of American life across the ages from the earliest colonial times to the present day. First, as a necessary part of pioneer homemaking, then as a product of an awakened desire for beauty in the home. And now, this 20th century revival is an appreciation of that art, which of all the time-honored household arts has withstood the machine age and has by no means reached its climax. I think those are pretty timeless words, even from the 1930s. And now here we are in the 21st century, talking about reviving patchwork, celebrating quilting together. And I'm so glad that you're here with me doing all that. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you in episode one.